0: I'm Jenny Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Hello, friends. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. However you're arriving to this podcast today, I just want to invite you to take a pause just for the next few minutes to practice some soul care, to give yourself space and time to think, to meditate, to rest, maybe even to wrestle with some ideas that we're going to find in scripture today. So with that, let's start today's podcast with a breath prayer you know that the Lord is always present with us. I know that, you know that, but sometimes it doesn't hurt to be reminded. So today, as we inhale, we're going to say to ourselves, thank you, Lord. And as we exhale, we're gonna say, for being with us. So let's do that three times. Inhale. Thank you, Lord. And exhale. For being with us. Inhale. Thank you, Lord, for being with us. One more time. Inhale. Thank you, Lord. And exhale for being here with us. And if you want to do a few more of those, please pause the podcast. Do as many as you'd like. We'll still be here for you when you get back. Well, as I keep saying, our theme in the podcast this year is tell your story. So even as we're looking at scripture meditations, we're looking at stories in scripture. Specifically, we're looking at parables, the stories that Jesus told about his kingdom. Now, I've heard it said, that a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And I really love that because the kingdom of heaven is already and not yet. Both and. Already because Jesus brought his kingdom here to earth and started the whole thing. If we are believers and we have the Holy Spirit, we're already living in his kingdom. We just don't always have eyes to see or ears to hear exactly how that's coming to be. But it's already in process. And the not yet is his full kingdom in all of its glory and splendor and us in our new radiant bodies, the already and the not yet. So that's the crux that we find ourselves in. And in today's story, we're going to talk specifically about who is our neighbor. This parable goes hand in hand with what Alicia Akins talked about on last week's podcast, The Gift of the Outsider. In today's parable, we're going to be looking at an outsider's story close up. If you haven't already figured it out, we're going to be talking about the story of the Good Samaritan. Now, for most of you, that's probably a familiar story. You may know it backwards and forwards, or perhaps it's your first time to hear this story. Either way, I'm going to encourage you to really open up your mind today. And by that, I mean, we're going to employ the work of our holy imaginations. Now, our imaginations are great at stories. They love stories. They're always coming up with stories. That's what daydreams are all about, right? But it also gives us a lens to be able to see things in our minds as we think about them. It's what we do when we read. We make up the story and the pictures in our head. So today, instead of just reading this scripture, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to hear this story, not as an outsider, not as it's being narrated to you, but as if you are one of the participants in the story itself. We're going to be reading together in the NIV, Luke 10, 25 through 37, if you want to read along. And the first time we read through it, I'm going to ask you to take on the perspective of the person who's speaking to Jesus in this passage. It's an expert in the law. He's coming up to ask him a question. So, Just to set the stage, let's imagine ourselves that we might be a little bit of a know it all, but also a little curious. We want to know more, but we kind of have an end game in asking our question. And to be honest, I think we all are a little bit like this guy. I think we can relate. So as I read through this story, imagine yourself being the person who's talking to Jesus. Imagine what that must be like. Imagine what you would be thinking. Imagine how this story would feel to you. If you had been the one to ask about it. Here we go. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What's written in the law? He replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied, Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Wow, you guys, what would that be like to have Jesus answer your question in that way? You know, the part that really stood out to me was when he said, but he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? You guys, don't we all do that? Don't we all try to justify ourselves and try to get in the cracks to figure out if we maybe could qualify in a different category or (laughs) if we really have to do the hard things? And Jesus was not going to let him out of it, was he? He told a hard story. What do you think it would have been like to be that man? What do you think he was thinking? What might he have been feeling? Okay, now this time we're going to read just the story, and I want you to put yourself in different shoes. This time, imagine that you are the man who has been attacked by robbers. Imagine what that would be like. I mean, you don't have to get too graphic. This is not supposed to be traumatizing, but just imagine that you're the one in need on the side of the road. And now let's listen to the story with that perspective. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. What do you think it would have been like to be the man in need? What would you have been thinking? What would you have been feeling when the people who could help you crossed to the other side of the road and tried not to look at you? What would it have been like to have somebody from another country, somebody who technically was your enemy, have mercy on you, bandage your wounds, care for you, pay for you to stay at a hotel and heal? Now, friends, last time, we're going to read the story one more time and this time, I want you to imagine being the Samaritan. I think we could all imagine actually being the Levite and the priest, but we don't want to imagine that, right? <laughs> We've all been those people, no doubt, at one time or another. Let's imagine being the Samaritan. So the Samaritan was technically an outsider. In this story, that's what he is. Samaritans were not well liked by Jews. They were not considered high-class citizens, let's say. They were outside of the system. They would not have been the person you would have expected to be the hero in the story. And yet that's exactly the person that Jesus chose to illustrate his story. So now let's imagine being the outsider, the one who showed mercy. One more time. A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Let's think for a minute what it cost this man. Two denarii, apparently. But besides that, what what might it have cost him? Maybe his reputation? A lot of inconvenience? Maybe a little secondary trauma from seeing this man's wounds? (laughs) Having to care for him? Put him on his donkey? What did he gain from it? Anything? Let me ask you, friends, what is it like to hear a familiar story but hear it from three different perspectives? I think when Jesus gives parables, they don't have a neat wrap-up at the end. There's not like a one, two, three step process to go out and be a better person, right? These are questions we really have to wrestle with, we really have to think about. But Jesus kinda left the expert in that same spot, didn't he? He said, go and do likewise. I'm sure that man did not feel comfortable with the answers that Jesus gave him. And neither do we. So what if, friends, we keep our eyes peeled for who might possibly be our neighbors? The ones we expect and the ones that maybe we don't expect. The insiders and the outsiders, they're all our neighbors. Okay, friends, on that note, I'm not going to sing the Mr. Rogers song, don't worry, but I am gonna leave you with a benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.